What's up, everyone? This is Joel Barsky with the Ivy Chat Podcast. You were just listening to an awesome song called Diploma from our guest today, Yakopo. He's an international reggae artist that travels a lot between the US, Japan, and other parts of the world. He was nice enough to jump on a Zoom call with us in between his travels. Listen to us talk about him performing internationally, life in Japan, and some new projects he's working on. So enjoy our Irie chat as we say what's up to Yokopo. Yokopo, what's up, man? How you doing? Man, blessings, bro. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just chilling out here in Tokyo, you know? Springtime coming. Count my blessings, you know? Awesome. Well, speaking of you being in Tokyo, how's the whole quarantine situation over there? Um, I, you know, everything's fine. You know, I mean, people say quarantine, but uh, it's not really quarantine. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. people, you, people use these words like lockdown and quarantine, but you know, it's not really quarantine or lockdown. But you know, uh, you know, people, everything's everything's fine. You know, everything's fine. You know, the um, it's a little uh, different uh, right now, but um, you know, uh, Japan culture, they're very sanitary they're very yeah. you know they have high high hygiene mm-hmm. they you know there it's a bath culture it's a you know they wear masks a lot when they're when they're going on trains and stuff anyways mm-hmm. so um you know it's, it's 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 fine you know well i know you travel often so are you still traveling under this whole quarantine or are you just pretty much been staying in japan well, um, I was actually on tour. I was in Sweden and um, Denmark. Uh, where else was I? Australia, New Zealand. The last place I, I was in before I landed in America was the Samoa Islands. And then I, I landed back in America mid-January, end of January, somewhere around there. And then um, right when um, this whole um, pandemic started taking off, and uh, I was found myself in the midst of it i had a music video scheduled with sean paul on the 30th of march mm-hmm. and um i think i got to i can't remember when i got to la actually i think it was the middle of, of february and then um we were doing some um, recording and stuff out there um i had some shows in texas and then as this thing started to escalate um I started to realize that it was going to be, you know, something, you know, global and bigger. Mm-hmm. And that um, I was actually in Los Angeles and um, I started to getting phone. I started getting phone calls and, um, you know, friends of mine were telling me that the things were going to be started to you kind of lock down and lock off and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, I decided to um, get out of Dodge and I, I just hmm. flew back to Japan because I would rather be over here during this whole um, this whole crisis, you know. Um, so uh, album release was scheduled to release in Japan in May, um, hmm. first week in May. And then my tour was scheduled. Actually, I was I was booked for the Olympics, too. And hmm. um, yeah, that got the tours. I had tours all over the world. Oh, man. Was, Everything was canceled. The, the the Olympics was canceled. The album release was canceled. So um, I'm just um, chilling out here recording. We're releasing music. 
um we're doing some music videos still we're staying productive we're staying active i've actually launched a few companies um been doing some stuff with the youth here as well as in africa um i actually launched a line of of uh, masks like um i i can i'll have my assistant bring one over in a minute to show yeah, you yeah uh, mask so basically we're making masks like the design of like a bandana mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but mask um I can see you making some cool masks. Yeah, so we got some really cool masks that are being designed right now. Um, I've actually collaborated um, somewhat with a, um, a high-end brand called uh, Three Parodies out of France mm -hmm. um, on some mask, and we've also got like this hand sanitizer as well as this spray. Like it's kind of like basically like a disinfected spray mm -hmm. that you can just carry around with you um you can you know what i mean if you're going in an elevator you can spray the buttons just yeah. sanitary, you know things hmm. just that i can kind of um contribute you know just to kind of you know for the for for the you know awareness of global awareness hygiene you know and just health uh you know health precautions and stuff like that i'm i'm not one that um i've kind of been staying off of the um my personal um information that i have or beliefs Mm -hmm. or my personal views on a lot of this stuff. I'm just kind of stepping back um, and letting everything uh, run its course because there's so much information going out there. Yeah. Um, uh, this whole pandemic is designed and this, this whole world and uh, uh, systems has been designed in a way, um, you know, uh, precisely to divide. Um, yeah. So a million ways to divide up all of us humans into different categories whether that be skin color race race you know ethnicity religious beliefs political views right left you know uh, sexual orientation it is just the list just doesn't stop yeah, so yeah. um the more ways that i can find to unify and to um bring people to realize that you know we're actually way more similar than we are different yeah. just kind of you know the basic human rights the basic you know um basic principles of of life and taking care of each other or 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 respecting each other and respecting the earth respecting the environment mm -hmm. um stuff like that i just kind of i'm more advocating on that type those types of uh situations and stuff right now um you know as well as you know making music every day you know or, or mostly every day you know yeah i'll keep an eye out for those masks I, i'm i only have one I, I use a like a spray painter's mask that i got from a festival but no i'll, I'll keep an eye out for your mask because i i think you would make a pretty cool mask too thanks bro yeah <laughs> man you know we got some uh, multi uh multicolors so um yeah it would de definitely we're working on some 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 clothing lines and stuff too mm -hmm. um we've actually been having it for a while i kind of put it on like i kind of like haven't pushed it right now mm -hmm. just because i didn't feel like i wanted to push a new clothing line right in the middle of a global you know crisis yeah. you know i'm kind of waiting for that to die down like for that to ease off a little bit Mm -hmm. but definitely but definitely i'm excited to just um you know um share what you know what whatever i can do mm -hmm. to be creative 
giving yeah. just positive and to help out. I think I, I think uh, um, a big thing too is is um, you know is this positive thinking. You know, I think that that's really important. And even though like you know the mask culture or the mask uh, awareness or you know um, um, wearing of the mask out in public, you know, it's also important to get fresh oxygen. Mm-hmm. And just as much as it's important as, as people are saying the so, social distancing or whatever, it, I, I, I would definitely um, encourage everybody, you know, you know, that, you know, make sure you're getting sunshine and fresh yeah. air too. <laughs> positive music, positive <laughs> thoughts, whether that's like, um, you know, putting on some, uh, you know, on YouTube, you can find meditation stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's five minutes a day, you know, five minutes of yoga, five minutes of meditation, mm-hmm. five minutes of prayer. Hey, that's 15 minutes right there. But that will literally set, you know, it, it will, your molecules in your body, you yeah, know, yeah. will, will, and your chakras and your, your brain, everything will be in much more alignment. Um, I've recently came into um, this uh, Wuha um breathing technique hmm. um where it's like a, a a deep breathing technique where you take 30 breaths um mm-hmm. so you know through your nose exhale through, and, and you, so you take 30 breaths and mm-hmm. then you take one deep breath and then you hold it for 30 seconds and then okay. you let it out and then you hold it for 30 seconds so and then that cyst it actually releases cbd in your brain Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, it, it actually increases your immune, it, it strengthens your immune system and you feel some like a serenity and peace. And they actually say that it actually, if you do it, um, there's a specific way that you could do it actually releases DMT in your brain as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily trying to go that deep with that at the moment, but yeah, yeah. it has, I, 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 I use a breathing technique to um, control my heart rate. So you can slow down your heart by the way you breathe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which is great just for the, you know, mental clarity, um, you know, just kind of like relaxing. It's a lot of stress. It's a stressful situation globally. Yeah. So um, these br- breathing techniques that I learned from my brother, Shen has been awesome. Just kind of keep, keep the, 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 the vibration and the energy, the the blood, the oxygen, everything is mm-hmm. just balanced and healthy and well because, you know, stress lowers the immune system yeah. significantly. So it's um, deep breathing and this positive thinking definitely um, helps to um, relieve those things, you know. So hmm. just a little, you know, little yeah. something for the listeners. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Well, I want to talk a little bit about your music. You mentioned that you, you're working on an album, but you also had an album come out last year called Waves. Was that your first album that you released since your return to the U.S.? Yeah, I came. Yeah, I came back to. I came to the U.S. in 2015, 16, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I released the song with Shaggy, and then. Um, it's a, a long story, but yeah, so I released that album, um, Waves. Um, unfortunately, the whole album is not on Spotify, but it is on Apple Music. Mm. Um, and, you know, all the other sites, but unfortunately, it's, it's not on Spotify. Um, but 
um, it's out there and it was it's um, people really love that album. And, you know, I, I recorded the whole album in 432 megahertz. Mm -hmm. So the whole my whole concept for that album was just, you know what I mean? Like a vibe. I just was yeah. just putting out like a, a vibe that like like kind of like smokers chill. Mm -hmm. Go on a cruise, like cruising in the, you know, wherever, you know, you could just lay back and listen to some good music the good vibe that was kind of my my theme and my approach to that album the wait waves yeah now that you mentioned it it makes sense because i noticed that i like to cruise a lot with your music on especially that album you're absolutely correct because when i'm driving around near the beach before this whole quarantine situation i would just you know pull down the windows one foot up on, on the window and uh cruise to your music so hey yeah. <laughs> awesome <laughs> Awesome. It seems like you're you're hard at work, man. You've you had the album that came out and you mentioned that you're working on an album and you've been releasing a lot of singles since your last album. Like from what I counted, you've had four uh, singles released just this year alone. So what can we expect from you next? A lot. Um I have I have about um five or six singles that um I think they were gonna upload at least two or three of them tonight. So mm -hmm. they'll be dropping in the next in the next week um i have a song with jocure and gramps morgan from morgan heritage mm -hmm. called the wow. world must change i think it's releasing next week we recorded it a while back in kingston jamaica at um tough gong bob marley studio mm -hmm. um and it was kind of like you i just i had the vision i had the the image in my head and i was like hey gramps we got to make like a kind of like heal the world song mm -hmm. and he was like, okay, and he, and we were actually working with Ziggy Marley's band, and um, he was like, hey, yo, play this, bop, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and he kind of hummed some some notes, and then he's like, bop, 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 you know, and then uh, his, you know, the band just jumped in, and the, everybody started playing, and then we created the instrumentation, the musical uh, aspect of the song, and then Gramps was like, go back to your... Uh, go back home and write the lyrics. So I went back to my apartment in Kingston. I wrote the lyrics that night. We came back to the studio the next day and we tracked it. And um, and Jacure came on board and uh, did a verse and then Gramps Morgan sang a, a bridge on it. So that song is called The World Must Change. It's, go it's, it's scheduled to, to release within the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a laid back, positive, feel good vibe song. Um, so that's definitely something for the fans to, and listeners to look out for, um, as well as I just did a song with Bruno Mars this last week. No shit. Um, yeah. And that song is called Love Conquers All. And that song as well is kind of, a um, we got together for kind of for this, basically for this global situation that everybody's going through. Mm -hmm. And we decided to put a song together that would just kind of help people get through this situation. Mm -hmm. um, and we've also got um, Grammy winner Coffee. You know Coffee? Yeah. yeah of course, man. Coffee. I love Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she joined on the track as well. No um, so we got Bruno Mars and Coffee on the song, uh, as, as well as my brother, Dre Ross. So... Um, that song is called Love Conquers All, and that's scheduled to release May 2nd. Dude, um, I can't wait for the this music. You're mentioning all these names that I'm, like, big fans of. 
yeah and so and then i'm gonna drop one more and then i'll chill um so i have one more song it's called closer to you and it's with sean paul and it drops mm -hmm. may 12th oh man yeah so um it, it, you know and these um these collabs that happen i've actually been working on a lot of my own my own stuff and i kind of um i've been working with a, a lot of different kind of producers and stuff. I mean, I made my album, uh, Waves, which was, you know, um, basically my concept for that was like the musical bed was, was like, I would say like 90% was like based off of like, um, like Gregory Isaacs, mm -hmm. Love is Rock kind of instrumentation meets Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. And then with my own vocal flow on it, but yeah. the musical, the musicality of it was basically like Gregory Isaacs meets Bob's Marley, Bob Marley, um, you know, with a little bit of updated sounds. Like mm -hmm. for the most part, that's kind of what what we did. And then, you know, vocally, I just kind of, you know, I just try, you know, I mean, I'm just, you know, do my thing on it. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so May twelfth. Um, we got a song with Sean Paul, Closer to You, and the, you know, May 2nd, um, Love Conquers All with Bruno Mars and Coffee. Oh, some good stuff to, to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I want to talk a little bit about your experience in Japan. You've been performing there for several years, and you moved there from Hawaii over there. And a lot of musicians that I've interviewed previously, like Japan's their dream location to perform at. So I'm just curious, being someone that's performed a lot over there, what are some great venues to perform at? Um, venues. I mean, how? I, I mean, I don't know. I like doing the festivals out here or just outdoor shows. Um, I would. I like. I enjoyed the uh, Zep tour with Sony. Sony Music um, mm -hmm. owns these, this, this kind of live venue called uh, Zep, and they're a base all over Japan. It's kind of like a. It, I, I mean, for lack of a better, um, it's kind of like a hard rock cafe, but a little bit more upscale and a little bigger. Hmm. It's more of like a, you know, a, a, a bigger venue, but it's kind of like a, a brand name venue. I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah. But it's it's a real fun place to perform, um, to, to do the tours. Um, but I, I also like doing the... Um, I also like doing the, the, you know, the beach houses and um, the outdoor festivals. Um, Fuji Rock is a really dope one out here. Um, so the stadiums in arenas, I mean, we usually do, you know, we have, there's a, you know, Tokyo Arena. Um, but I mean, I really, I, I mean, I enjoy anywhere in Japan, everywhere I perform, I I really enjoy. I mean, I I just I really can't explain it. I just it, to me, I don't I don't care if it's a hundred people or 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 a hundred thousand. I I think I pretty much enjoy mm -hmm. everything because um, I just enjoy connecting with the people. Um, something very special about the 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 culture and the people here that you know I just it became like a, a, a second home. I mean, I was born in California. I grew up in Samoa, mm -hmm. lived in Hawaii when I graduated school. And then I got, uh, you know, I got brought to Japan. Um, so, it, it, and it just became like, you know, a home, 
to me and i i didn't really know anything about japan before i came and mm -hmm. um, i just be, um, became embraced by the japanese people over time and i've just slow, slowly like become have become more acquaintance with the with the culture and stuff like that and mm -hmm. and, and now it's just like you know i think i like it better than the states you know <laughs> if they legalize weed in japan it would be like the absolute hands down best place for me <laughs> ever but i think it still is you know i think it still is one of the things that i love about japan so much is as much it is it is futuristic it's mm. also ancient mm, yeah yeah you know like we're in tokyo everything is very advanced and and all of that but you go in out out an hour outside of any city and you're it's you know it's it's a different japan i mean mm -hmm. it's an island culture it's 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 a um it's a very spiritual culture everything mm -hmm. that they you know it's a, a lot of integrity and in just in general and the people and the work and the character um there's a lot of etiquette and they're very polite you know it's just yeah. they're very uh, in tune with the like out like like anywhere outside the city it's very like you know islandy farmers and mm -hmm. you know it's a, it was a it's a it was a weed culture you know mm -hmm. weed spiritual um buddha you know chanting meditations you know Hmm. Um, the food, very high, very high end food, the style, hmm. the clothing is very clean, very, yeah, yeah. you know, everything's just dope, you know? Yeah. So Japan's not a place that, I mean, I would think reggae would be popular, but you're obviously well known there. So who are some other reggae artists that are known there? Yeah, I mean, J Japan loves reggae. I think... Um, Japan is a, is a, is a lover of they, like in Japan I think you can find um what, what would be the right word like a subculture of of pretty much any kind of music they just love um they're just lovers of everything whether mm. you know but um for reggae um I would say the um outside of Japan I mean I think uh See the thing is, Japan Japanese do do they do their own reggae, you mm. know, um, and it's um, you know there's reggae and there's dancehall, but I think mm -hmm. that dancehall is basically considered reggae. I think they, you know, Sean Paul and Shaggy are you know um, are probably you know favorites over here. Mavado mm -hmm. vibes cartel are probably favorites like if you were to go into the um into the like clubs or whatever like that's what you would listen to like that's what they they would play a, a number one i would say vibes cartel hmm. you know which you know he's uh yeah obviously we know he's in prison uh but sean paul shaggy vibes cartel movado um coffee Mm -hmm. um beanie man so i think in generally for you know they like more of the dance hall um sound you know but then they also like the really laid back kind of like hawaiian jawaiian kind of stuff mm -hmm. um like you'll hear that playing in like a lot of restaurants and stuff that kind of like hmm. i'll very islandy slow like 
love I mean, for lack of a better term, he's kind of basic. I would say it's like kind of that Jawaiian sound, like that mm. old kind of Hawaiian interpretation of reggae. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Is there anybody else? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's. Oh, Jack Cure. Jack Cure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Cure is awesome. Since you move around often to other countries, but you lived in Japan for so long, do you have habits that you picked up in Japan that you still have? Like if you go to America or somewhere else, that's not really a normal habit here? Yeah, I do. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, in Japan, they're just, they're just very polite and they're very courteous. And, you know, in the States, some people aren't. So, um, you know, when I, I go, you know, when I meet people or even if I go to the store or whatever, I buy some, you know, I got to stop like from like, I kind of got to stop myself from like bowing and like, you know, in Japan, it's like, yeah. every, you know, <laughs> if you, if you in, in, engage with somebody or you, you know, you kind of like, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. will be looking at you funny and stuff. And um, some people get it. I mean, I also, I like to. I do that anyway, like when I meet people, I'm not a big handshaker, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, if I see my homies or whatever, like, yo, what's up, bro? Yeah. You know? But if I'm just meeting regular, you know, people off, you know, somewhere randomly, I don't prefer to shake hands. I prefer to, you mm -hmm. know, namaste, yeah. you know? Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, um, so I still do that. I still do that anyway, but, um, yeah, I think it, you, when I go to the store or whatever and I buy something and then I'm like, I find myself like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, in the States sometimes. But um, anyway, I, I, I when I when I go back, sometimes I, I do miss the um, the etiquette, you know, that, that and the respect and the honor that you have in Japan that you you just don't have in the States so much. But, um, you know, I think every place there's things that you love. Mm -hmm. There, Every place, you know, there's the pros and the cons or the goods, bads, the things you like and the things that you might not care for as much. Are you big on sushi since you've been living in Japan? That is a very, um, that is a very common question. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm vegetarian, so I, okay. I, uh, I eat... Um, you know, I eat a vegetarian lifestyle, you know, a vegetarian lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, so, and as funny or interesting as it sounds, like, sushi is not a big thing here at mm. all. At all. Like, yeah, yeah. you, like, the average, I would say, average Japanese person probably in a whole month probably doesn't even eat sushi. Hmm. So it's like a kind of more of a rare occasion, like hmm. maybe a couple times a year you might go have sushi. I don't know. Um, you know, so it's in America. That's like the thing that people identify like yeah, sushi. Yeah. But here it's there. I think Japan ha actually has more foods than any other culture. Hmm. Like it like just. There's so much different kinds of foods, like even like fruits and vegetables and roots. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's so many different kinds of foods here. I did, somebody broke it down once, but like compared to like the amount of nutrition 
and the amount of different like types of foods that you would have in a, mm -hmm. in a Japanese meal compared to American meal, mm -hmm. it would be something compared to like 150 to one to like oh, wow. seven. Wow. Jeez. It's like you get so much different stuff over here. You yeah, know, yeah. I eat a lot of tofu, a lot of different kinds of veggies, um, stuff like that. So, um, it, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. Japan has, um, uh, um, sweet beans, you know, with my meal, I'll be like, you know, I got like, um, I got like, you know, the um, miso soup and then mm -hmm. the rice and natto and um, tofu, you know, probably like three or four different types of tofu, grilled tofu, mm -hmm. you know, tofu, you know, and then, um, you know, they got soba noodles, udon, mm -hmm. um, it, it just goes on and on. So, yeah, um, yeah. The food is amazing, though. For real, the Jap Japanese really, really um, put a lot. I think they put a lot into anything they do. So I'm going to plan a trip to Japan. You kind of convinced me now. One, two things I'm going to look for. Festivals, since you said festivals are awesome there. And foods. I'm going to try as much food as I can over there outside of yeah, sushi. Yeah, definitely. Oh, bro, you're going <laughs> to you need to stay a few weeks just to, just to get, oh, you yeah. know, a well-rounded experience you know yeah yeah I, I that i'm gonna put that on my agenda for 2020 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yokopo it seems like you're really big on culture you travel a lot between the caribbean the u.s and the south pacific i know you've learned other languages such as japanese and samoan so are there other foreign languages that you know i would say yeah i mean i would say you know uh samoan and japanese would be the other two you know english or japanese i mean Speaking Samoan, I naturally can understand other Polynesian languages and dialects. Um, you know, I can speak a little bit of Spanish living in California and also Miami so long. Mm -hmm. But uh, pretty much Samo Samoan and, um, you know, I can speak Patois. But pretty much Samoan and, and Japanese would be the other two languages that I kind of picked up, you know. Samoan, my Samoan is, is a lot better than my Japanese because just I was so young when I was there. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I mean, I, I, I still think in Samoan sometimes, you know. I listen to a lot of your music and I noticed that they're all in English from what I've heard. So did yeah. any of your songs have to be translated into Japanese? No, no. I just keep it all in English because, you know, it's, it's my, it, music is my um, communication and my expression. Um, and, you know, I, I, I just communicate and speak in English and it's just, it's just better for me that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I have actually made a few songs in, um, well, I have a few songs in Samoan and a few songs in Japanese, but, um, not the only song that was released was a song that I, I speak a little Samoan in called heart of Polynesia. Mm -hmm. I released that in 2009, but, um, I actually did have a couple of songs in, Japanese, but um, we never actually released them. I'm kind of glad that we didn't, though, because it's just it's not my language, and I yeah. don't. At the right time, I'm sure I'll. In the right time, I'm sure I'll probably like. Instead of write one, I think I'll probably maybe cover like a popular old mm -hmm. like folk Japanese song. I think that would be. A, I think that would come across a little more authentic for me. Mm -hmm. Like one of my favorite Japanese folk songs, like. 
do a cover of it or something. Yeah, yeah. Even that cover, I might do it in English, you know, just yeah. want to learn English too, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's good reason to learn English, and you get to vibe on your music as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. Before you moved to Japan, you were living in Samoa for some time and then moved to Hawaii, and you yeah. your band, Kiza Creation. What made you want to start making music professionally over there? Um, I, actually, I didn't want to. It just, I, I had no thought at all about it. And, um, mm -hmm. I got an offer from Universal Japan in 2009 and, um, they s actually sent me a contract, um, money, studio time and a ticket with mm -hmm. an apartment. And I uh, actually, I, I, I didn't take the, I didn't take the, I didn't take the, uh, uh, I didn't make the flight mm -hmm. and, um, I was just nervous. I mean. I didn't, I literally didn't know anything about Japan. I, I, I didn't even desire to come here, honestly. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know anything about it at all. It just sounded scary. You know, I've seen things where like people like sleeping in like dresser size, dresser yeah. size drawers stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I, I was like, man, I'm gonna have a panic attack if I go over there. And then plus, you know, they don't speak English. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's not an English based country. So I really didn't, I didn't really didn't have any desire at all to come here. Um, they took, they sent me a, a, a plane ticket. I didn't make the flight. I told them I wasn't sure about it. They sent me a second ticket and at the last minute I just took it and then I came here. Um, so yeah, it was, it was not planned. It was not envisioned or thought out or sought out by me. It just mm -hmm. naturally thought me out. And then I came here and, Actually, the first thing when I got here, the very first thing that they told me was, is that I need to sing in Japanese. And I was like, I'm ready to go back home. Like, <laughs> I didn't get it at all. I didn't get it at all. I was like, why? You know? Yeah. But um, I think those times have, have changed, you know? I mean, I, I, I just, I, I build up my fans one by one, show by show. Mm -hmm. um you know over over time and um you know i'm comfortable with where i'm at now and um i've i've got support here and um i've got a great you know fan base here and um it it, it took a lot longer maybe mm -hmm. that way but it's it's more authentic and as i was here my music started to um started to buzz in other places in the world so mm -hmm. It, it worked out for the better. Yeah, cool. So what made you want to make the change from having a band in one part of the world to going solo into another part of the world? That was another thing. It, it wasn't something that I that I wanted to do or that I thought about or even sought, I sought out at all. It just happened. Mm -hmm. um, mm. My song, Heart of Polynesia, won the International Music Video Awards in 2009. And it was that same week that I got a contract from Universal Japan. Hmm. Wow. So it just happened. I, I didn't. I didn't plan it out or anything. Hmm. I know you're a big UB40 fan, and I th think I've heard in other interviews of your favorite song being "Red Red Wine," which it's funny you're drinking red wine, and that's it's so funny. I, um, I think I, I think one of my one of my classic favorite songs from UB40 is um, Bring Me Your Cup. 
Bring me your cup. Okay. I love as a kid. As a kid, I remember listening to Red Red Wine. Is mm-hmm. one. It's just it was just so easy to remember when I'm looking back as a kid. It's like I remember driving around in the car as a kid and listening to that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and UB40 was just something about their music that when I played it, I just felt so good. Mm-hmm. And until this day, I get the same feeling when I listen to it. You know. Oh yeah. So. Um, you know, Ollie Campbell and just, I don't know, just, there was something that just sounded so good about their music. It just made me feel so good. So, um, yeah, forever is, um, my, my favorite, you know, like my favorite reggae band for sure. Yeah. Well, since you became a musician, have you ever got a chance to meet them? I haven't. I have not. Yeah. Well, I know they're st- they're still touring too, and I mean with Ollie Campbell and everything. So uh, there's still a chance, and I would love to also see those guys perform, man. Yeah, that's amazing. I know they um, they parted ways for a while, and then I, I re- released recently seen them get back together about uh, what three three or four years ago, whenever it was. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know. I, I, I know Ollie Campbell was releasing. Um, some solo mu- you know solo type music or whatever mm-hmm. which i mean sounds the same you yeah. know well your couple you have a right. really interesting background and i so i thought i'd start a new recurring segment in this podcast called name your bio if you could name the title of your own autobiography what would it be called and why so i have a name name my autobiography um well, that's something that I think I I, I would I would definitely um, put some thought into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, just for fun, off the top of the uh, off the top of the dome, it's a good question. I have to really think about that. There's, yeah. there's so many dynamics in it. See, mm, I would call it Sky Move. Sky Move. Okay. Yeah. So it would just be you know you have to think about it because um, I have so many different aspects and 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 segments dynamics and different influences and culturally Mm -hmm. that if i were to try to articulate that in one or two words it it, it would not be fair to the to my other experiences i think that's why you know people haven't been able to you until now people are starting to get to know me for me yeah but people a while because um to understand about me because I'm so multicultural and so, um, you know, from being born in, in California and, and raised in Samoa and Hawaii and, and mm-hmm. living in Japan and Jamaica and um, kind of eclectic, spiritually and culturally eclectic. I'm, I'm a unique, um, you know, kind of person. So I have a unique story. So, um, but everything that I do, everything that I aspire to do is to uplift and to expand, you know, worldwide, mm-hmm. globally, universally, galactically, intergalactically, internally, spiritually, mm-hmm. metaphysically. It's, it's all become a, 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 it's all become something that like all of these things that we have learned along the way, um, like through the different cultures and stuff like, um, has kind of made me who I am. So 
I don't know, like Christ had a parable in the Bible when he said the kingdom of heaven is like a fish net that is cast into the sea mm-hmm. and it brings it brings up everything on board and it, it casts away that which is doesn't work or it's not good. So I I think kinda like in some <laughs> kind of way that's how I, I've done music for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean it's what's good for one is it's not always the same for everybody yeah. else. So for me personally, that's kind of what, what I have done in my life, culturally, musically, uh, spiritually, and stuff like that. Is I just be, you know, uh, absorb all of the goodness. I, I, I accept everything, and I believe everything, and I and I take it in, and I let go what that what don't serve me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but but on on a deeper note, is is definitely a um a, a good thought to you know good something to think about you know but for now it will be sky move because that's what i'm pushing sky move sky move now i like the title of that 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 sounds awesome well yokobo thank you for sharing that before we wrap up is there anything you want to share with our listeners i would just say you know love to everyone it's a beautiful time to be alive you know the 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 planet is is moving through the universe and humanity is at a place that it's it's never been before. I would say it's a it's a it's a magical and blessed time to be alive, mm-hmm. and let's just you know feel the resonance and the inner love and tune into the inner light within. And that's the the messages that that we've been receiving from the universe is tune into your inner light, and you know. Feed your, feed your mind, strengthen your mind with, you know, good ideas and positive things that feel good, you mm-hmm. know, um, follow your greatest aspirations and, you know, be kind. Be kind. Yeah. That's important to do. Be kind to everyone too. Yeah. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. Yeah. Self-love, man. Take care man. of your body. <laughs> get, get rest, exercise. All the basic stuff, you know. Let's let's look at ways that we can start working with the earth again, Mother mm-hmm. Earth. Um, yeah, you know, feel good. You know, smile. You know, you you often it's not the things that you say that people remember, but the way that you make them feel. So mm-hmm. you know, feel good. You know, make people feel good. Yeah. We'll come back to and for. And that's why people should listen to your music to feel good too. Yakobo, thank you for sharing that, man. And thank you for this awesome Irie chat and our, this amazing conversation. But from the bottom of my heart, Yakobo, thank you so much for joining us in Irie chat today. And best of luck on everything. Yahua. Blessings, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you. Uh, my pleasure. Talk to you for having me. Oh, and follow me on Instagram, Yakopo Music. I-A-K-O-P-O Music. Boop. Cool. Stay tuned. Our Irie Chat with Yokopo. Make sure to catch his music and follow him on all his socials. You may find more information in the episode notes. Please review our podcast and let us know what you think of it. I hope you stay safe under quarantine. If you need to keep yourself occupied, go ahead and catch our other interviews. To end this podcast, I thought I'd play my favorite song from Yokopo called Legends Off the Waves album. Thanks for listening to Irie Chat, and I'll see you soon.